0: Ben Hartley, where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business, your relationships, and your mindset. if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post, visit six figure podcast listeners, welcome to the six figure photography podcast i 'm doing all kinds of just like punches and karate chops over here every time I do. boom boom boom. My name is Ben Hartley. Welcome to the show. Really glad that you guys are joining me today. Uh, Thank you so much uh, for tuning in, for listening, for your attention. Uh, The purpose of the podcast is to help you grow your business and to help you grow your mindset. And and I'm just incredibly grateful that you're here. Uh, Today, we have with us um, Brandon Wong, and we're going to be talking about integrating a photo booth into your current business and and, and all the possibilities that could exist within this. I think this is really a time right now that we need to get curious, that we need to get innovative, that we need to begin to consider what, what might it look like for me to diversify my income. If you're a wedding photographer... Maybe this is an opportunity to consider the value, the potential huge upside of having a photo booth kind of a uh, whether it's full fledged photo booth operation or something smaller on the side. If you're a portrait photographer, what opportunities could there be if you begin to kind of enter into that space of things? And so, uh, Brandon is he's I mean, he mean this guy has his finger on the pulse with not just the photo booth industry, but I think the photography community at large. And that's because Brandon he's been a wedding photographer. For about 10 years, photographed over a hundred weddings over eight countries. Uh, and and we'll, we'll kind of introduce his story, but that's where he began. And, uh, and along the way, the Photobooth Supply Company was born. And this is, um, I, I imagine it probably started as a side project, but now it's kind of, man, it's, it's blown up into this thing where he's really one of the most innovative Photobooth companies on the market. Uh, and I love the mission. Uh, the mission of the Photobooth Supply Company is... Uh, where they build photo booths to make you money. It's just really clear and simple. It's like, hey, let's create revenue generating machines for other creatives. Uh, and so I'm really excited to have him on the show. Brandon, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. I'm going to play that recording every single time I wake up. That is the best hype, man. To- you ever- Amazing. Great job. I oh, love it. I'm
0: glad. <laughs> Brandon, so dude, we man, I'm trying to think. I Okay, so uh I always I'm always trying to remember where where I first met people. And I feel like I don't know if you recall exactly, but I feel like Andrew Funderberg also brought you and I together in some way, maybe, maybe connected at like a, a fearless party, WPPI. Maybe it was just on the on the floor, like uh, at WPPI. I, do you remember where we ever met? It might have literally
1: been on the floor at a dance party. Who knows, man? There's so many <laughs> wedding photography conferences that were happening back in the heyday, but yeah, I, I personally don't recall. Um, but it probably was over a drink at some bar during some yeah. dance party, something like that. But I'm glad we yep. did that.
0: I am too. And I remember being, um, I remember being so captivated with, uh, and this was, I mean, again, maybe eight years ago, seven years ago. I don't know. Uh, I remember being so captivated when I first saw the original legacy photo booth out in an event. And, and, um, you, you had, it, I believe it was out at the, uh, at a, maybe it was the fearless party. I'm not sure. Um, you kind of had them at all the parties, Um, But I remember walking into this, this party at WPPI and seeing this, this awesome, it looked like an iMac that were like a, it looked like something that Mac would have made. Like it looked like an Apple product that everyone was engaging with and, and it was so clean and minimal and polished. And I was like, I want that. (laughs) And I remember coming home and talking to Leslie, my wife, and I was like, yo, babe, we're gonna get this photo booth. I met this really cool guy, and I'm like all in, and um, and 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 boom, we and we were off. Uh, and this was as as I was running, you know, a wedding photography studio for maybe about three years at the time. And I decided I was going to kind of diversify things and enter into the photo booth world. Now, that's my that's kind of my intro to to the photo booth space. I want to hear yours because you didn't just enter into the photo booth space; you entered into the the building of photo booths for other creatives space. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So so catch me up, man. Back in the day, it was just Brandon Wong photography. Tell me a little bit more about that experience and how it evolved into you now um, owning, operating the photo booth supply company.
1: Yeah, man. So right now we have over 20 employees all across the world and doing hardware and software. So a lot has changed since we first met. So I'll take you guys way back, though. So I started off my career as a wedding photographer at the ripe age of 18 years old. So I was a young Asian man wanting to shoot (laughs)
0: weddings. Very strange, I know. It's really important for the visual that they know this. It's like, picture it, a young, handsome Asian man. Yes. Yeah, more like
1: tall and lanky. But anyways, besides the point. So I started shooting weddings and... You know, we got really fortunate by the time we graduated college, we were making enough to sustain an income, we didn't have to go to a job. Um, And back then it was me and my girlfriend and now wife Katrina shooting together. And as we started shooting, Ben, we kind of started to master the art of photography. So like after we mastered the art of photography, we wanted to master the art of business. Um, And we were at a point where we were making over six figures and really fortunate there. But like looking at my Asian parents, were like, you know, like this is not enough. You can make more as a doctor. You can make more as a lawyer, etc. And then I also started realizing too, like while I loved photography, that passion was kind of shadowing the the concerns of a photography business in the long term. Mm. When I was in the mid twenties, like I was already seeing like pain in my wrists from holding a seventy two hundred on my right arm. I was getting a lot of back problems. I also started thinking, like, wow, like. Am I going to be able to physically do this when I'm even 40 years old, 50 years old? All my other friends are getting into these big corporate companies, and they're going to be offered pensions, and they have 401k matching, and they have healthcare. Like I was like, I'll sell my parents' healthcare at that point. Like, wow, I'm going to be needing to add another three, four, 500 bucks a month to pay for this healthcare too. And I started thinking like, wow, maybe I can actually make more money just getting a regular full-time job. And then I started realizing too, like even though I was hiring associate photographers, which didn't pan out for us, I know you, you're doing it really well. Um, but for us, we started hiring associate photographers trying to grow, but it was really difficult um, to train somebody and then them starting to do their own business, et cetera. So I was like, man, I only get paid when I go out and trade my physical time. So I'm trading my body for money. And if you look at other businesses out there, they can hire people, they can scale, and they eventually get an opportunity to just stay at home and have the business run itself and eventually sell their business too. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm working my butt off for this business, working the like 80 hour weeks. No one is ever going to buy Brandon Wong photography. There's no way. And all these other business owners get that amazing opportunity to sell for like multiples of how much they're making in the revenue. So that was difficult too, um, and also to realize as well, like I didn't really have a marketing plan, uh, and things like six figure photography weren't out back in the day, uh, so I didn't have anyone to lean on. So I wasn't building any email lists. Um, I didn't know how to run Facebook, or Instagram ads. I didn't know how to do anything like that. So in the issue of hiring affiliate, of uh, associate photographers, excuse me, I was like, how do I automate this process? How do I make sure that these associate photographers like actually show up on time don't lose a memory card you know don't lose a wedding rings i was like
0: dude i lose sleep over that man yeah. that's, that's some hard stuff
1: <laughs> yeah and like one and you know in this industry is so cutthroat right one like four-star review will like ruin your business right so like yeah. i'm like oh my gosh, so like losing so much sleep over that it's like how do i how do i make this completely foolproof uh, and i was like you know what We'll just get a photo booth instead. They're reliable, they don't break down, like it just works. So we actually bought a photo booth that was fifteen thousand dollars back in the 15K? day. And just for, 15k. And just for reference, ours right now costs three grand. So okay. completely different in price point. Um, so fifteen thousand dollar photo booth. Long story short, we're like, this is a pain in the ass to bring to an event, too long to assemble, too complicated. We can probably make something easier ourselves. So that's what we did, and then we made our photo booth. It was much more portable, beautiful lighting, etc. fix all the problems.
0: Can we, can we pause real quick and just talk? Can I, I want to like, I'm imagining you like Steve jobs in a garage. Like again, when I saw that first photo booth, dude, I mean, this thing was like, it, uh, I don't know the tech. I mean, this like, beautiful piece of steel like all engineered to like fit together uh, perfectly crafted uh like po- like white powder coated like so were you when you say you built your own i'm curious what the first one looked like like where, did you just go to like home depot get some sheet metal and just start like cutting it and, and like welding what what was it
1: uh thanks for asking man. so there was actually i think 6 or 7 iterations of the legacy booth quote-unquote until it actually came to market so the first unit was actually made out of plexiglass and then it was made of plastic and then we just kept on iterating on it over and over again um and we were fortunate back in the day i didn't know what we were doing was like rapid iteration but i was just like man this sucks let's make it better man this sucks let's make it better so we you know unfortunately i am not a handyman at all so I just found local fabricators and have them made it, and we had a great relationship with them, um, and we just kept kind of bounce back and forth with like again no plans to mass manufacture this thing um, yeah but that idea did originate after you know you and I go to so many photography conferences and I started talking to other photographers too, and they had the same pain point you know they're like, man, I can't do this long term. I'm trading my time for money, I'm not building a marketing plan, I can't build a business that sells like but you're doing a photo booth, that seems really easy to integrate and easy to make money off of. Are you selling your photo booth that you made, Brandon? I'm like, no, we're not selling it. We're not a manufacturer. Like, in my head, I was like, I'm still an artist and I'm just trying to like subsidize my artistry with the photo booth, <laughs> you know? So, but the the cries for help were too loud. And I was like, I need to provide a solution for these people because everyone's having the same problem. So... Mm. Three weeks before WPPI, three weeks we actually
0: weeks prior to WPPI,
1: three weeks prior to WPPI, Katrina and I looked at each other and we're like, "Let's go!" So we built Photo Supply Co. from the ground up in three weeks. We came up with the name, made the website, made the trade show booth, made a prototype unit, made market materials, made a promo film, did everything in three weeks. Awesome. It was nuts. Went to the show and things went spectacularly well. Um, Turns out obviously people uh, wanted to buy a photo booth and wanted to grow their business. And uh, from the money from that first trade show, we went to the Las Vegas Strip and I bought an engagement ring and then we got married six months after that. So (laughs) the first year...
0: That is such a good
1: story. (laughs) Yeah. So after all the hard work and those three weeks were some of the toughest, probably the toughest three weeks of our entire relationship together. Yeah. And just yesterday we celebrated 12 years of dating. So um it's been a long, long road since then. Um yeah, and that was uh in 2013. And again, now we have 20 employees over five countries, uh spread out, three states, and uh we're rocking it. It's That's, been fun, awesome, big
0: That's really cool. Okay, so now also Brandon, you have there there's there's now different photo booth options that you have. I mean, we, we've been calling it the legacy booth. That's what I originally uh Uh, had, had seen. And now you have like variations, uh, different type of things. And so maybe we'll get into those, but because, hmm, how do I put this? I'm curious if the different options that you have kind of fit different photographers, or I'm sorry, even just creatives needs. I know you don't just market this to photographers. That's kind of how it started. And that's the audience here, but maybe there's one that fits someone else's needs a little bit more. And so uh, maybe my first question is this. For the photographer who's listening to this right now, and you and I are talking about photo booths and, uh, I, you know, is there a possibility for someone to step into the photo booth world, um, of diversifying their revenue of, of, uh, without necessarily being like uh, like a whole thing, like a whole, like, like, like creating a whole new website, like being a photo booth operator, like, like that becoming the the whole kit and caboodle. Like, is it possible essentially for me to like, Hey, I'm going to keep being a photographer. I'm going to keep doing portraits. I'm going to keep doing family sessions. I'm going to keep photographing weddings. And I'd like to dip my toes into this and, and begin to also do this as a little bit like on the side. Does that make sense? You know what? You are describing a majority of our customers. So
1: our largest demographic are people that are already in the event industry, whether it be photographers, videographers, DJs, event planners, etc. And then they add this as an additional service. So you don't have to do that. But you'd be surprised actually, Ben, on the flip side, there's so many photographers actually that have gotten into this Mm -hmm. and have discovered, and this is almost like their entrepreneurial catalyst that allowed them to focus on like, hey, you know what? I like wedding photography, it's fun. But the photo booth business is a lot more scalable because again, you're not trading your time for money. You can actually hire yeah. people. And they transition from a full-time photographer
0: to a full-time photo booth owner. So you can you definitely do you. the opposite yeah. way too. I feel that. And I, I there was a there was a period in my career, man. I'm not lying either. A period in my career where I was like, I, I, I was on the fence. I was like, all right, do... Do I go all in on this photo booth thing and just like scale this thing up and like buy like 10 booths and just kind of like boom go go that direction? Or or do I really kind of double down on the the photography studio and and really kind of creating that properly positioned brand and and go that direction with the education on the side is like there was a period, Brandon, that I I relate to that. Like things were really working with the photo booth. And, um, and and listen, I, I ended up going the direction of more towards photography and, and, uh, uh, and that kind of way. And so, but I know the, I know what you're talking about. It's so real. Uh, it was like right there. Um, so, so, so then, okay. Walk me through some of the different booths that you have, because does, does a certain booth make more sense for someone who's maybe like, uh, wanting to kind of just dabble a little bit, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So
1: we have only one option now and it's called the salsa and it's oh, actually an really. High- I
0: didn't even realize that. I thought there was still two options.
1: Yeah. So it's an iPad based photo booth. Um, and I'll tell you how we got to this point. So uh, when we first started out, we sold the legacy booth, which was a DSLR based with a printer. And it was an amazing offering for these high wedding photographers like yourself but ultimately, somebody who wanted to get into the photo booth industry, they needed to know ISO aperture shutter speed. They need to know how to troubleshoot a printer. And there's a lot of cables and wires that go into it. I mean, you you probably recall some of the, the troubleshooting <laughs> evenings that you probably had with the booth. So uh, we're like, Yes.
0: <laughs> like yeah. every time I still
1: use it. Uh, <laughs> yep. Exactly. So, um, it it required a little bit of a technical expertise. So we're like, okay, well, we wanted to. Our mission statement was to provide this opportunity for as many people as possible. You know, not just photographers and entrepreneurs, um, and event industry people, like for everybody. So, how do we simplify the process? And we realized that you know what, people just really care about having a good time. And our job as photo booth owners is, yes, it's to to capture memories and all that fun stuff. But it's really to heightened the experience at a party so we would like okay how do we just break this down into the fundamentals and that's why we came up with an ipad-based photo booth everyone knows how to use an ipad that thing doesn't break down we're using the camera in there Um, We're just augmenting it with this beautiful booth and this turnkey photo booth um, business experience. So that's how we came up with Salsa. So instead of selling a $15,000 photo booth, it's only $3,000 now, and it comes as a business in a box. So we give marketing materials, everything you need to get started, business advice. Uh, We just came out with our own academy uh, the other two, um, two days ago. So we have like hours and hours of content to step you from A to Z, everything photo booth. So now we're giving this opportunity for everybody, not just people who do photography. Um, you could be someone who just started to get into um, photography. Maybe you're a new a member of the six-figure community um, and you have no idea how to work a camera. This is a perfect photo booth for you. Um, but
0: just, yeah. yeah. I, I, but I was going to say, I remember just sharing some of, those, some of those early day bleak stories. It's like, I remember uh the the troubleshooting of like the slr um and like the sync cable to the flash and then I remember um it was great when I would go out and do it because I'm like I'm a professional photographer. I know what like the PC sync cable is (laughs) and I know (laughs) that when it's not quite working that you can kind of like do this little twirl move and like it'll maybe reconnect the wires and um but, but trying to like translate that stuff over the phone to the college kid that I hired to run the event, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I swear there were so many conversations that, that were had um, around all those things. So it's really exciting that you've moved it uh, to, to the, the place that it's at. Um, and even the price point too, back in the day, I remember where, where things were. So so it's exciting that the, that there's opportunities that are opening. T-O. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, this is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, they make like like W-2s, sending out 1099s. Uh, incredibly easy to run You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, It gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. Do you remember when you started your photography business? Like It was no small feat. It took late nights. It took early mornings. It took the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since, so why not make things a little bit easier? Uh, Our friends at FreshBooks, they have the solution. So FreshBooks is invoicing and accounting software and it is designed specifically for small business owners not like massive shops small business owners it is simple it's intuitive and it keeps you way more organized uh well then uh, for me it's, it's like the bottom drawer of like my ikea furniture but maybe you're like the shoebox kind of person with the crumbled receipts either way With FreshBooks, you create and send professional-looking invoices in like 30 seconds tops, and then you get them paid two times faster with automated online payments, file expenses even quicker, and keep them perfectly organized for tax time, which is my biggest downfall is that organization for tax time. And here's the best part. With FreshBooks, it grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and Ounce of accounting. So join the 24 million people who have used Freshbooks. There's a 30 day free trial. There's no catch, there's no credit card required. 30 days free. Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography, freshbooks.com forward slash photography, and enter six figure photography. And how did you hear about us? That's the little section there. How did you hear about us? Six figure photography. You guys, at this point, Let's hop back to the show I, let's can we talk kind of positioning for this a little bit I'd love to get really practical um, because I think that's gonna really inspire people to see opportunities uh, for a photo booth within their offering and so you you get the opportunity to see what you know all the ways that people are fitting this into their current businesses all the ways that they're that they're using it to maybe uh, incentivize bookings or 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 to package it or bundle it with things. I'm sure there's a lot of creative ways that people are selling photo booths uh, to, to events. Um, and I'd love to maybe open up or hear from you of, of like, what are some of the ways that maybe someone, again, early on in this experience, maybe that you haven't offered a photo booth before, that you could incorporate this into your business um, in in potentially... a and I use the word creative, like in a creative way, rather than just like creating a new website for like four events and trying to just book random events do you know what i mean like that's obviously like clearly it's a that's maybe what it'll get to is like hey uh, if you've got a you know a college campus event here's the photo booth it's a great way to do it but but i'm curious if there's any other creative ways to include it into maybe a current offering or how do you book it when you don't have a website that's generating seo traffic you know for for your events
1: yeah, man, there's so many things I could talk about. But initially, you guys are all inherently in the event industry. You guys are photographers. And some of you guys are maybe portrait photographers as well. Uh, but you guys actually have more connections than you know. So our goal as an event industry professional is to maximize the amount of revenue per event. Because again, our we can only do so many events a year. Our bodies can only do so many events a year. So our goal is to be offering upsells. And whether that be through albums or through a photo booth or for portrait shoots as well, that's really imperative for us. So first things first is people are demanding photo booths. That's number one. And Southern California, at least our wedding planners literally have it as a line item, Mm. literally have it as a line item. And it's almost embarrassing now to go to a wedding in Southern California and have the couple not book a photo booth. It's almost disappointing. So, If you don't have a photo booth, you can argue that you're actually losing money on every event. Because if you're not doing it, then the DJ is going to offer it or the photo booth company is going to offer it or the wedding planner is going to offer it. Somebody else is going to offer it. But you as a photographer are very high up on on what I call the food chain. So usually when people get engaged, they go to the venue first go to the event planner next, and probably you're third up on the list. You're very high up. So you can influence their spending habits and you can influence how much you're going to be spending on a photo booth and your obviously your own photography services very early on before they exhaust all their budget. So I always recommend, first and foremost, you don't even need to buy a photo booth. You can just literally go on our website right now. There's a section where you can get free marketing materials and you can actually get a guide to teach you how to reach out to all of your clients And see if they're interested. And believe it or not, like 90% of the time, you'll be able to get multiple bookings within 24 hours if you just blast all the marketing materials on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your stories, and on the email list. So many times I go to trade shows and conferences, people just Instagram live the salsa booth in action and they'll get bookings immediately within 20 minutes. Um, some people actually pay off their booth before they even buy it just through straight up deposits. So that's how in demand a photo booth is. And you can, again, not even pay a dollar to invest in the photo booth. You can have your clients crowds it for you, which is mm-hmm. incredible. So that's first and foremost, like that's that's low hanging fruit. And even if you barely let the finger, you'll probably get you know, an additional 10, 15, 20 grand a year adding a photo booth to your business. If you're in the event industry, of course, easy, just using your existing clients. Um, And I can talk about ways to expand and grow that as well. But that's just low hanging fruit right there.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of what I was looking for—is like, you know, what is the low-hanging fruit? What is the, the 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 real potential upside? You know, assuming that you put in a little work and 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 you go for it—that that's available. And that's what I saw. You know, it was about uh, when when we first picked up ours. You know, about fifteen to twenty k is what we were bringing in additionally, and that was without like that was just to our wedding couples. That was without me really going crazy. You know, over things. Um, kind of pushing it that way. And then, then the really cool thing happens is this, Brandon, is when you get like that, that the very first like reoccurring event, you know, it's like, Hey, every year we're having this party. We want to, we want to sign like, you know, it's like whether it's a multi-year contract with you or we just, you're like, you're our guy, uh, block this off on your calendar every year. That's when I, I got really excited because you do all this work to book a wedding. And then the, the, you shoot it, and then it's then you got to do all the work to book another one. You know what I mean? And you have to keep doing all the work to keep booking events um, within the industry space, oh, the wedding industry space. Um, but it's it, it got really cool when, um, like, uh, I'm here in Columbus, Ohio, and so uh, you know the Ohio State Buckeyes, the Ohio State Buckeyes. You know every year they're having a homecoming event. Every year they're having um, a graduation, a big graduation celebration, you know. Um, and so, yeah, it was it was awesome being able to 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 fill my calendar up with these things that just I, I just got it. I was like, good to go, you know. What you know am, am, is that like a huge strategy within your market. So that's the beauty of adding the photo booth is
1: that first of all it's so easy for an event professional to add it in and have your clients crowd fund it for you. So again, right off the bat, very risk-free. From there, you got to start adding up the amount of guests that are at all the weddings
0: you go to. So like how many weddings you shoot a year right now, Ben? Uh, so right. We just did a big repo Well, so 2020, we're going to shoot a whopping three weddings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let, let me ask you another question. On average, um,
1: for listeners out there, how many weddings do they shoot on average a year? I would say uh, my,
0: my guess is probably th- 15 to 20, let's go, yeah, 15 to 20, maybe 20. I, I don't know, It's it, some people, it really, man, that's a pendulum that swings. Some people are like 40, 50. Some people are like 10. Let's go ahead, sweet spot, 15 to 20.
1: Okay, cool. So at 20 weddings a year, let's say on average 200 people per wedding, that's 4,000 people that are getting in front of your photo booth. And all those 4,000 people, like you said, you try so hard to get one wedding And then they get married and that's it. So this is an interesting business because like, while we can charge a premium for our services and while we have pretty high margins for our services, we don't have the benefit of getting that recurring revenue. But with a photo booth, you're offering your services to a lot more people because at those 20 weddings a year and 200 guests, that's 4,000 people, how many of those people are actually engaged and are people that are willing to book you, right? But Mm -hmm. out of those 4,000 people, How many of those guys are throwing birthday parties every year? How many of those guys that work for a big company had thrown multiple parties a year or a nonprofit or a charity or a school? So all those 4,000 people are affiliated with something that are throwing an annual party. And if you book one of those events, again, you're starting to accumulate this, what some people can call like passive revenue over and over and over again every single year. So it's not surprising for even a wedding photographer for their November, December, and January to be busier than the rest of the year because they're all filled up with photo booth events yeah. that are not just happening on the weekend, Ben, but are actually happening on Monday through Friday as well. So mm-hmm. adding a photo booth can actually get you revenue in during your slow season when you're yeah. usually like, like trying and counting your pennies. You're actually going to be bringing in money Monday through Sunday. Corporate yeah, events. that was
0: what we've seen for sure. Uh is you know, man, December hits holidays, December, January with with New Year's Eve parties, you know, beginning of the year parties, all the holiday stuff. Um, yeah, that became like certainly the busiest time. Like it was just lighting up. Even um, dude, one of our best events ever, and it's a reoccurring one every year we do it, is a St. Patrick's Day party. It's just like a house party for uh he was a uh, he was a player, a football player and, um, he, he'll, he has this like huge house party in like his mansion. And, um, he, he saw us at, again, like you were just saying, we were, I think we were at an OSU event, saw us there again, one of the like, you know, 200 guests or whatever at, at one of these events. And, um, and so for the last five years, we've been doing this St. Patrick's day party and it is, it, I mean, it's crazy what, what goes into it, but every dude, it's like, it's okay. So just straight numbers side note. It's like a, it's a straight, like 5k pretty much every, even that alone, man, like, even if I don't want to do anything else with the photo, booth, <laughs> let's say that like everything else in my life is just really good. And I'm just not really wanting to like hustle in other areas. All good. I, even just an extra 5k a year to, to have this photo booth at this party. Um, that I know is happening is is pretty wild, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like when it's all paid off, it's just good. It's just like an extra five k a year that I know is there. It's 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 um it yeah it's like it's well it's like you print it. It's free money. That's not free money. It's not, but it's passive. You know what I mean? Like that's what we're getting at.
1: So. Yeah, absolutely. And and the added benefit too is like you're getting in front of these like four thousand guests, right? But you're also collecting their phone numbers, you're also collecting their emails because they have to enter in their information to get their photo. And, and that's another reason why we transition over to an iPad-based booth or a digital-based booth is that yes, we're removing the prints, but in exchange for that, they're getting in digitally, so they're sharing it, right? But you're also capturing that data. So how would your print sales benefit? How would your family sessions benefit? by adding another 4,000 people to your mailing list, right? Yeah. So what if even 1% of those people booked you for a portrait session? That's still 40 extra sessions a year for you. Mm-hmm. On top of that five dollars to $20,000, that's easy money just renting out the photo booth. So the, photo booth will generally create those two additional streams of revenue for a photographer. One from actually renting it, and second from that additional benefit of creating a marketing plan for you and it's all built into the system it's pretty,
0: yeah, neat. no, it really is it's wild man. that's super awesome. Where do you see this this going next like what's the next iteration for the photo booth supply company or even the photo booth market in general? I mean um is it going anywhere I mean right now events are uh we're in a troubled spot with events, you know, both from a wedding standpoint but festivals and uh at, well any gathering. Um you know, you've got your finger probably on the pulse with that. Is is my guess. You're getting a lot of feedback from owners. Where what are you looking at?
1: Yes, I like to proceed with what I call cautious optimism during this time. So the optimism part comes from us talking to these people looking to buy a photo booth and you know we're in big cities right but there's so much need for photo booth still and there's so much premature um events out there as in they still don't even know what a good photo booth experience is they're still thinking when they think of a photo booth like this big black curtained box with a really crappy
0: webcam on it
1: and or like don't the ones know. that arrive,
0: the, the, you know, the ones that arrive that look like you're setting up for a band, like they look like, um, the, the boxes that like a band would, would have. I don't, do you know what I'm talking about? Like those big black, like, uh, speaker boxes, but then it opens up and there's like a s- sneak attack. There's a surprise photo booth in here, but it's like boxes on top of boxes on top of boxes. Sorry. I, that's one of my favorite ones to laugh yeah. at. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. But boy, like, you know, I, Back when we started shooting, Ben, there was really only one type of wedding photography, right? It was like this, you know, cheesy, you know, like white vignette, you know, it was just not great. And I'm seeing now that people obviously are have a much more discerned taste for a wedding photographer. Like, do you want the light and airy look? Do you want a film? Do you want photojournalism? Do you want blah, blah, blah? And I'm seeing that the photo booth industry is growing towards that. People are now like specifically asking for different types of photo booths, different types of layouts. We have people like literally asking for, hey, I want specifically the legacy booth or I want specifically the salsa booth. So they actually know our products by name and they're asking for it. So there's a lot of room to grow in the photo booth industry. There's a lot more saturation that can be had. Yes, Southern California, it's now a mandatory line item at an event. How soon will that be to go over to the other states as well? And I think that's only going to be a matter of time. The cautious part comes into play because obviously gatherings are, you know, banned in some situations in some states and everyone has a different law now. Um, and that's going to be really troubling for a lot of photo booth owners. But I think that the weddings will still continue. That will not be an issue. What the industries that will Be hurt are our photo booth owners that are doing a lot of corporate events that usually are like thousand plus gatherings. So like conferences, um, any sort of sports gatherings, concerts. We have a lot of photo booth owners on our end um that are doing this full time that have a lot of their revenue coming in from these corporate events. And that's the people that are gonna be hurting for a little bit. So hopefully they are gonna pivot and hit private events a little harder. Um, but I don't see those. Big, big, big events coming back until a vaccine's out or something of that magnitude. That's going to be really difficult. So that's my sort of cautious optimism there. A lot of room to go in the private event industry. A lot of people still wanting photo booths. And if they don't want one, they're going to want one very soon. So the industry is still riding up. Um, But the cautious part is definitely like, yeah, those big, big gig gatherings and people who have photo booth events there might not happen for a while.
0: Yeah. One last thought for you uh, just to get some some real practical kind of position you know I talk to a lot of couples and i'm out i'm I'm in the midwest so i'm not not on the west coast <clears throat> and I think there still is. Uh, I, I sense a, some resistance to photo booths because actually a lot of our Midwest couples are, are rather tainted or annoyed with what they think about when they think about a photo booth, right? Like the big curtain thing that you described, black curtain, like big black box thing, taking up like, you know, a, a 30 by 30 foot space of the room is still like what's in a lot of our couple's minds here in Ohio. And so I've got a way that I position it, like that I that I sell it, that I offer it uh, to my guests, and I'm sorry, to my leads uh, when they're booking to my clients. But I'm curious if if um, if you have any thoughts on that, and you know, like how how you might go about um, positioning the photo booth. When selling it to let's say a couple, a wedding couple, right, they've already hired you for photography. How might you go about positioning it to them when you're sensing that they're like, ah, "I don't really want like you know the big like photo booth thing um or or maybe it's a little hokey or you know whatever it is. You're sensing resistance. How might you position it to them? Can I put you on the spot for that? Is that okay? So back when I was eighteen years old, I was being a wedding photographer I, the only reason why
1: my passion ignited was because I found. A unique way to shoot weddings. It was this photojournalistic style that was so different. And before then, first of all, I didn't have that much thought to wedding photography, but I just thought it was like cheesy and overposed and fake. So if we translate that to the photo booth world, we have a lot of re-education to do. And these like boxy music setups uh, that you're mentioning and the big black curtains, Uh, they did a toll on a lot of people's perception of what a photo booth could be. It's this cheesy Mm. thing with cheesy props um, that break all the time, and bad photo quality, take forever to print, blah, blah, blah. So we as a whole in the industry need to re-educate our clients. And Mm -hmm. part of your benefit is that, again, they're booking you for another service, which is wedding photography or portrait photography. So you already have an in with them. You already built that trust with them. So, all you need to do at that point is to throw some of our free marketing shows in front of them or show them a video, pop post on your Instagram, and that already will be like, what? I did not know photo booths could be like that. So mm. you don't even need to have a sales but you literally just need to show them visually what it could look like and how much fun it could bring to their event. And it's not going to cost them a crazy ton of money either because like again, Back in the day, our photo booths were $15,000. You can offer to them as something that you could just drop off on the side of the room, do its own thing, capture memories, collect emails, collect phone numbers, and it's all good too. So, yeah, I think there's a whole great thing you brought that up because I kind of live in my bubble here in Southern California. Um, We just need to re-educate people. And it's funny you bring that up too. We still get people calling us on the phone looking to buy a photo booth and they ask us, no joke, Ben, it's like... Does this have a credit card reader? I want to charge people every time they go in front of the photo booth. Like, no, no, that's not the business model. <laughs> yeah. You just charge people like, you know, 4 hours unlimited photos. You don't charge people per per capture, man. So, even us we have to educate the people that are looking to buy a photo booth. So, it just shows that there's a lot of room to grow in this industry.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Brandon, thank you for for uh, having this conversation with me. I I think that this is going to open up a lot of just different ideas for people like just who are curious about, um, hey, looking at their business, wh- what are some other opportunities? Where else could this go? Whether or not it blossoms into this whole big photo booth thing for them and they scale it up, great, that's cool. Or if they just kind of pick one up and start gathering up some events on the side, use it as an additional marketing piece, um, just to kind of give people, um, uh, other options out there, other options to increase revenue, uh, other options for marketing. Brandon, where can people uh, learn more about Booth Supply Company, learn more about you and what you and Katrina are up to? Yeah.
1: You can go to photoboostsupplyco.com. We have tons of free guides and videos. We have one class called Six Steps to Six Figures all free. We also have a profit calculator. You can actually use a slider scale and see how much money you would make integrating a photo booth into your business. And of course, we have those free marketing materials and the guide to teach you how to have your clients crowdfund your photo booths so you can actually not even spend a dime on this investment. So everything's on photoboothsupplyco.com. And if you want to support this podcast as well and you're literally ready to make that leap, you can go to benhartley.photoboothsupplyco.com as well if you're looking
0: to Move forward and buy a salsa. Awesome, Ben Hartley. dot Yeah, just, yes, sir. We'll just go to your little affiliate link. It'll give you a little kickback. But again, you guys. Side note, like uh, I, I. I bought this booth at full price (laughs) way back when and I've made my money went like end over end, uh, from it. Uh, and so anyhow, I digress. You guys, uh, Brandon, thank you for being here. Thank you for, um, for really pushing this industry. When you went into the photo booth industry, it is not what it is today. And I see a lot of, um, I see a lot of copycats, I see a lot of replicas, but I always know that you're the one who's really pushing it and you continue to innovate and, and been a huge driving force. And so really grateful for you. Um, I should probably write you a 10% check at some point, uh, <laughs> just to <laughs> give you your well do kickback for how you've kind of improved my life. But um, I'll, I'll, I'll think about that. I'll, <laughs> I'll let that one sit in for a little bit, but I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having me on, man. Well podcast fun. listeners listen again go check it out photoboothsupplyco.com uh, and just take a look, uh, get curious, see what else is see what else is out there. Um, and then I would love to invite you guys uh, to continue this conversation uh, in my mastermind community, a uh, six figure photography mastermind group. Um, because if you've listened to this episode and maybe you currently operate a photo booth, you're interested in it. Uh, go ahead, join the free community online, and um, and share your thoughts, share some ideas, ask questions, engage with the community. Uh, it's the place that I hang out most. Um, on the internet and you can get access to that by going to a six figure photography.com s i x six figure photography.com forward slash mastermind where you will see a behind the scenes recording of this very podcast episode uh but as well you can begin to continue the conversation uh around this topic and pretty much everything else so we'll see you guys in the mastermind group otherwise you can hear me on the next episode of the six figure photography podcast bye now